And um, so, yeah, like I said, my name is Kristen and I have Josh with me. Josh is a friend of mine from high school. And when I started my health journey, he was kind of watching and he was he was ready for his own health journey. And last um, last end of summer, last fall, like 2022, he reached out and he said, hey, you know, me and my wife, we're kind of interested. We've been watching what you've been doing. We're we're impressed and we want to know more. And so we talked a bit and they decided program was right for them. They joined and they started the week the week after Labor Day weekend yep. and they continued to crush it. Um, Josh has lost over 100 pounds himself. I'm sure you saw the picture in our coaching page or in our team page. And um, how much, how much did your wife lose? Yeah. So all together, I lost 110 pounds and my wife lost 50 pounds. So that is so that, amazing. It was, it, it was fun to do it with her and, and kind of have a race to the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's incredible. All right. Well, let's get right into it, Josh. Um, I want to ask you, when you first started Optivia, when you first messaged me and were talking to me about it, what was your goal? What was your weight loss goal? And how confident were you that this program was going to help you reach it? Yeah. Oh, good question. So probably like a lot of people, you know, I was confident in the program. Uh, and I'll answer this in reverse. I was confident in the program because I saw what it did for you and saw what it did for other people, but I wasn't confident in myself, right? So my first goal was uh, to lose 20 pounds. So I was at 275 and I wanted to get down to 250. So 20, 25 pounds. That was my, my safe goal, right? secretly I wanted to be down to 220. I'm like, I can, I can lose 50 pounds. If I lost 50 pounds, that would be great. You know, that's what I really want to do. But, you know, outwardly to everybody else, I just expressed, I wanted to lose 20 pounds. Um, but again, it, I had confidence in the program, but not confidence in myself. Okay. All right. It's a little bit different than, than me. I had confidence in myself and not in the program. And that was so skewed because, well, my brain, I think we all know my logic is a little fuzzy. Um, but okay, next question. As coaches, we've seen so many people get really fired up about the start of their program. They're just, they, they're ordering their kit. They're getting the information. They know what to do. They are ready to go, right? They're on fire. And then that first, second, third week happens and they lose it. Maybe they don't lose it in that first, second, third week, but but they fizzle out, okay? And I think it has to do with a lot of people who struggle with consistency. Obviously, you don't fall into that category, Mr. 110 pounds. So I want to know, and I think we all want to know, what habits or strategies did you use to stay consistent throughout your journey? Yeah. So I used, you know, micro habits and, and at first uh, we talk about a, a lot in the group and chats and in the book uh, habits of health. Right. And if you haven't got into the book, the habits of health book, get into it because that's where the real learning happens. Uh, we, we as coaches want to coach you as much as we can and give you all the information, but that, that thing is the Bible. So once I started getting into that, 
and really learning more about uh, what I could become and what I could do, that helped the consistency part um, and drove me wanting drove me wanting to get to the next level all the time. So, mm -hmm. like micro habits. So we talk about that in the book, and that was a key part of it for me. Once I learned about micro habits and the little things that could change in my life uh, to keep it going and keep losing weight. Uh, for example, um, one thing that I always did that worked great for me was uh, I get up in the morning, I drink a glass of water, I have a cup of coffee. And then before I allowed myself that second cup of coffee, I had another glass of water, right? And even though I'm not on plan anymore, that's something I still do today because I built that habit. Um, and there's a ton of different habits that a person can build and you don't have to do them all at the same time, right? You can add one every week, every two weeks, uh, but adding in those health habits really help build that consistency, keep you going while, you know, the, the going gets tough. Uh, another thing for consistency and, you know, staying fired up with the program is don't let the scale dictate who you are, right? We say that so much, but uh, there were, I remember there were a couple times where I went like two weeks without the scale moving and I, I got really upset about it, you know, and if we, we preach, don't look at the scale every day, but I looked at the scale every day and uh, you just get really upset with yourself. Like how come it's not happening for me? But uh, at the same time that the scale wasn't moving, you know, my belt was getting smaller. I was finding another notch on my belt. So just because the scale wasn't moving doesn't mean I wasn't having non-scale victories and, and changing my body changing in different ways. Yeah. That's a really good reminder because a lot of times when the scale doesn't move and we know we're doing everything right, our brain starts to take over and try to find what we're doing wrong to validate that scale. So if we decide instead of focusing on that, what am I going to focus on? The non-scale victories. So good job there. Um, all right. Next question. What I love most about our program, well, one of the things I love most about our program is it really focuses on, um, on a holistic approach, right? And there's no, there's no question that with your transformation, you put in a ton of effort. So with the holistic approach in mind, I want to know, do you find that you focused more on your physical transformation or your emotional well-being or, or did you focus on them equally? Do you focus on one more than the other? I guess is my question. Yeah. Um, so what I did, you know, and probably for a lot of people and everybody's personal journey is different, but uh, for me right away, I just wanted to lose weight, right? That's all I focused on. I, I wanted to see myself skinny. I wanted to see myself buying new pants. I wanted to throw out all my fat clothes, right? So for the first, I would say probably for the first six weeks, that's all I cared about. Um, but then, like I said, I opened the habits of health book and I started reading and I really dug into that. And that's when I really found, you know, that there's a lot more to this program than just, just the nutrition part of it. And the nutrition part is great, a hundred percent. But once you lose all that weight, what are you going to do from there? And that's what scared me. That's what got me into the book, reading it, understanding it. And that's when I started learning about the, the other things that go into the program, you know, 
the different uh, elements uh, like sleeping. Uh, you know, that was a big thing for me, learning how to, you know, get myself ready for bed better so that I could sleep better and, and throughout the night. Um, another thing was stress management. Uh, I don't have a stressful job, but I put a lot of stress on myself. So learning, you know, stress management with the Habits of Health Foundations uh, really helped me, you know, build myself up emotionally and and. So it made me a more of a rounded person. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Um, what advice do you have for others for getting into the life book? For the, the ones that are looking at that book and saying, oh my gosh, that thing is so big. Yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's a big thing to take a bite off, right? And you don't have to read it all in one sitting. And trust me, you're not going to read it all in one sitting. And for me... Uh, that became one of my micro habits. That was one of my first micro habits that I did, right? Um, in January last year, it's cold outside. I woke up an hour early uh, before getting my kids up for be or for school. And I just spent an hour reading that book, you know, uh, kind of digging into it. And oh, so that. that's how I started off and just, you know, gave myself that time in the morning to, to get into it. And then- I love that. What's that? I said, I love that. Making oh, yeah. that a micro habit. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and micro habits don't have to stay the same, right? Once I finish that, then I transitioned and then I started walking in the morning. Uh, so I was still getting up at that same time, but just doing something else. And, and that was great for me. But um, what was the question again? <laughs> no, you answered. <laughs> you answered it. Oh, um, about, about, I said, what advice do you have for people getting into the life book? But that was a great answer. Make it a little micro habit. Just take, take, it doesn't have to be an hour in the morning. It can be five minutes at night, whatever you have, but just making the time and significant effort to make that a habit continuously. That's, that's a great, that's great advice. So yeah. what I want to know next, and I think a lot of people can benefit from this one is I know that one of the obstacles that you faced early on, or maybe throughout, is that you travel a lot for your work. And that includes a lot of overnight stays in hotel rooms. That includes a lot of dinners out with, with um, business people. So my question is, how did you stay on track and not make that an excuse? Because I think a lot of people can see that as an excuse, like, oh, I have to go out to eat. So you know, there's no getting around that. How do you, how did you use that to your advantage and still manage to lose 110 pounds? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's tricky. And, and it's hard, especially if you're on a team like mine that we go out for, a, or we get together, you know, once a quarter or something. So it's a big deal when we get together, you go out, you eat a big meal and fatty foods, and then you come back to the hotel and sit around the bar and drink and drink and drink and tell stories and then you go to bed late and you get up late and you don't have time to hit the gym but you you got to make it uh you got to put in the effort for it right um for me i brought all my fuelings uh, i remember sitting in the kansas city airport i got off my plane uh, i had like two minutes before i had to jump on a phone call that was scheduled so I ran over to the water fountain, filled up my shaker bottle with uh, water. And while I was on that meeting, I'm pouring my uh, my 
fueling into my shaker bottle and shaking it up while I'm on this meeting on my phone. So there's, you can find ways, right? When you go out to dinners, uh, you're not going to bring your scale with you. I mean, I, I don't think anybody on this call expects you to bring your scale into the restaurant, but make those healthy decisions. You know what's healthy, right? You know that you can substitute uh, broccoli and cauliflower for uh, the French fries. You know that they're on the menu. You have the option for a six ounce piece of steak and not a 12 ounce piece of steak, or you get the 12 ounce piece of steak because that's the only thing they have. You cut it in half. You, you know these things. You know what to do. Have confidence in yourself. Have the willpower to do it, and you can do it. Um, my first my first time traveling after I started the program, and uh, I was eating healthy. I was eating my fuelings, you know, every two and a half, three hours. We were doing this event. We we hosted a bunch of people, and uh, I had five coworkers with me, and they all saw me eating my fuelings, and they were wondering, you know, what are you doing? You know, how come you're not eating our our grub? How come you're eating your snacks? And I'm like, well, this, you know, this is what I'm doing, guys. I'm, I'm on this nutrition plan. I'm trying to get healthy. And then we went out for dinner afterwards and we were in Kansas City again, of all places, great barbecue. And, and then we go out to this barbecue joint and I order salmon. You don't order salmon at a barbecue joint, right? And um, so, but they saw me, my coworkers saw me eating healthy, ordering healthy, and it was funny to see them order a little bit healthier. Like they didn't go all the way out and, you know, order the salmon, but they they substituted uh, green beans for French fries or something like that, right? And they, I don't know if they were doing it on my behalf or they were just thinking, you know what? I don't need these French fries, uh, but you can kind of rub off on your coworkers and get them thinking about their own health as well. I have to say, I guarantee they did it because you were doing it because I know who your clients are and you are inspiring the people in your life for sure. So yeah. I love that. And I love what you said is we know what to do. We all know what to do. We all know a salad is healthier than a cheeseburger. We know that. But what you said hit home, just have the confidence in yourself, have the willpower, know that you're on plan and know that you're going to stick to it and know like, yeah, I'm going out to this restaurant. There's going to be food around me that I, that's not going to serve me. That doesn't mean I have to have it. It doesn't mean that I'm quote unquote missing out. You're still eating. You're still in community with people. You're still having conversations and you're still having fun, right? What are you missing out on? And then it goes to the the after hours or after dinner drinks at the hotel bar too, right? Mm -hmm. Something that we always do. You sit down, you have three, four, five or more drinks. You can work your way through that too. Um, you know, what I did most of the time is I would go up to the bar, order a Diet Coke or a Diet Sprite or something like that, have a drink uh, of Diet Soda. And then I would allow myself one beer after that uh, to, you know, kind of socialize with everybody. After I gave myself that one beer, then it was either back to water or another diet soda. Um, and I still hung out with them and they didn't feel like I was, you know, being weird or anything. They just knew that, hey, uh, Josh is, 
Josh is trying something here and let's, let's let him do it. And he's still here. He's still having fun. Um, mm -hmm. but, and then in the hotels, find, find different opportunities to exercise, right? Once, once you feel comfortable with yourself and you get to that point where you can incorporate movement into your uh, routine, do it. Um, I've been to some sketchy areas where I just wanted to, uh, be in the hotel uh, weight room or their workout room and, you know, use the treadmill there. Um, you know, so do your regular routine. If you're getting up 30 minutes early at home, get up 30 minutes early at the hotel, get in there, do it. Um, I was at this really nice hotel in uh, Atlanta and there was a, uh, I, I was at a hotel in Atlanta with a very nice walking path near it. So I had nothing going on one evening and I went out and took a walk on that walking path and it was gorgeous. And, you know, I was taking pictures and snapping my wife and saying, Hey, you know, I can do this from anywhere. You know, if, if we have this, every time I go to a hotel, I can do this. Right. Um, so just look for those opportunities. It, and sometimes it takes a little searching. Like I Googled walking paths near me here. There was a walking path three blocks from my hotel. So uh, there's opportunities to do that. I love it. So reflecting on your journey, what is one piece of advice? Well, first Kaylee asked in the, the, the chat, she wants to know, um, what's the biggest shift you've noticed about yourself? Let's answer that first. Uh, the biggest shift I would say is actually self-awareness. Um, because before I would just kind of go along with my day, not being real self-aware of what I was doing, what I was putting in my body or things that are, I was saying, or things that were affecting me. Right. But now that I've kind of gone through the program, done the nutri nutrition program, but more importantly, the habits of health, um, I understand, you know, how things affect me and how I can control what I can control and to focus on those things, right? And not focus on the bad things that are out of my control, so. Yeah, okay, I have one final question and I think it's super relevant with Thanksgiving in two days and Christmas coming up. How do you, how would you, what is your piece of advice that you would give to people to stay the course during these holiday gatherings? Oh, well, there is so many great pieces of advice. So I'm going to lay a bunch of them on you because I'm uh, ready. So we went through, my wife and I both went through uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas last year, right? And during Thanksgiving, my wife was getting close to her goal. Um, so we kind of went at it two different ways, you know, and there's, there's three ways that you can go at these holiday gatherings, right? You can go at it. I am a hundred percent sticking to plan. I'm not veering from that at all. Uh, the second way is kind of, you know, I'm going to veer off. I'm going to be okay. I'm not going to overindulge, but I'm going to, you know, have fun and enjoy it. And the third way is I'm going to overly enjoy it and excessively eat and pay the consequences, right? Um, so last year, Thanksgiving, I went in and I, I did the kind of, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm not going to stick to plan, but I'm going to be smart and uh, drink water, no alcohol, no beer that kind of fills you up. And uh, I felt good 
at the end of the night, right? I did not feel bloated. I did not feel heavy. Um, my wife, she was at the end of her journey, uh, getting to her optimal weight. And so she, she went and enjoyed herself, right? She, uh, ate big helping of mashed potatoes, ate that big piece of pumpkin pie. And, uh, she felt it the next day. She, she was weighed down. So, you know, depending on where you are and how you want to feel the next day, you know, go in with a plan, right? So go know what you want to do and go into it and stick with it. Um, uh, so some of my advice is like, don't leave things to chance. If you're going somewhere, uh, like I go to my mother's uh, for Thanksgiving dinner. I know what she's putting on the table. So I've got a game plan going in there. Okay. I know that she's having turkey, so I can have seven ounces of turkey. Uh, that'll be a quarter of my plate. She's got these different things for vegetable sides. I can fill up with those. Wait, she doesn't have any fresh vegetables, so I'm going to bring some fresh vegetables to you know have a platter of that available for everybody, and then I can use that as well. Um, I, I know that, hey, she's going to have pumpkin pie. I'm not going to take the full slice of pumpkin pie. I'm going to have her cut that in half and have half a slice of pumpkin pie. So I've already made plans. I've talked to her. I know what she's going to have available and I know what I'm going to eat already going there. Um, you know, the, the key things, again, and things that everybody knows, take a, eat a feeling before you go to the event, right? Kind of, kind of put a base in your stomach, get yourself filled up a little bit. Bring your bottle of water, uh, drink that on your way to your event. And then before you eat, like I always, we always get there an hour before we actually eat, right before we eat, drink a whole glass of water, right? Fill yourself up, give yourself a good base. Your body will tell you when to stop eating, you know, and then don't eat fast, eat slow. Let, let it all kind of work itself into your body. Um, two other things that I like is the healthy plate. Uh, from Dr. A's Habits of Health, you know, even if you're on plan and if you're planning on eating, you know, a meal uh, for Thanksgiving or Christmas, you know, use this as uh, a good learning opportunity on how you're going to eat after you're off the nutrition plan, right? Uh, so 25% of your plate should be meat, 25% grains, 25% vegetables, 25% fruit. Um, I would recommend if you're on plan, don't put any fruit on your plate. Uh, just do 50% vegetables for the grains portion. You know, try to stay away from grains. Maybe use your uh, potatoes as your grain, or maybe just one roll. But you know, kind of kind of use this as a, a testing. Like, okay, once I'm done with plan, this is how I'm going to eat going forward. It, it's a great opportunity for you to learn. And then uh, the last thing, you know, is there's there's different substitutes and stuff that you can bring to help uh, you do well at these events. One of my favorites um, is the Dannon um, Light and Fit Yogurt. They've got flavors like pumpkin pie, apple pie, right? So instead of having that big slice of apple pie, that's 250 calories before you put the whipped cream on it, before you put the ice cream on it, take yourself a, a Dan and Light 80 calorie yogurt cup. And, you know, while everybody's enjoying their pie, you're having your pie in a yogurt cup. It tastes good. 
you'll enjoy it. You're not going to feel like you missed out on anything. Josh, I could not love all of those tips more. Seriously. They're just, they're smart things that we just, we don't remember to do. So thank you for reminding us. That's, I love that all. Definitely eating the fueling before we go or, you know, just what, if you're not on plan, but you're transitioned off, you know what you can have beforehand. Eat some of that before, right? Have a handful of deli turkey or whatever it is that you have on hand for your snacks. Eat that before. Drink a giant glass of water before you eat your meal. Eat slowly. All of these tips are so smart and we forget to do them. So thank you for the reminder. And Thank you so much for coming and sharing your journey. I hope that we've helped someone out there maybe get more motivated, set them on fire, um, just reminding themselves that they can do it too. Um, I, I think you're awesome, but we all know like there's nothing special about you, right? Like everyone can do this. Like you are special. You're fantastic. But everyone can do this. Anyone can have those results if they have the grit and the determination that you put forward, right? Yeah. So and, and consistency you. really is key, right? Yep. Stay consistent every day. I mean, every day doesn't have to be the same, but build in those micro habits and you will see the results. If you right. want the results, you can get the results. Exactly. Yes. Well, thank you again, 